Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rani. Hero Huggers by Rani encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rani improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rani on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. You can start it. Hello, welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Haley. I'm Cass. Alright. And we're going to talk some stuff and we're going to talk shit, our usual shit, uh, some drag race shit, uh, new segment shit, uh, uh, what else, uh, drag race shit for however long Haley deems this episode to be lengthwise. So been a couple of weeks. We had a very busy last week. Um, we were so busy and so under pressure, uh, my hair changed color. Um, <clears throat> I went from brown to, to this, this is a foreshadowing of the future right here, kitties. How's your week this week? Um, it was good. Mm -hmm. I just sort of like coming down from the drag expo like I'm pretty sure I caught something from somebody um mm -hmm. like but it's not like a full cough or cold or so it's just irritating like either be the cold or not like just just pick a lane because yeah. I seem to wake up like shit and then by mid-afternoon I'm I'm fine like it's gone away but then at night picks up again so yeah. it's just more irritating than anything. Um, I don't know. I think like, all right, I'm just going to say it. The first day there was this air of disappointment. It was just shrouded over everything, I think. Like, I loved that there were so many queens on the Queen's Walk, but yeah. it was very long. It was. It was a long, it was a long walk. Um, and I feel that the way that it was set up was all wrong. It was, there was stuff missing. There was, we were supposed to be in the VIP lounge. There was no flow to the event. You kind of, everybody who walked through those front doors, walked to the pink carpet, stopped and then sort of looked around. Like that's not what you yeah. want. You want to be able to walk straight through. Like there should have been either stalls as soon as you walk through mm -hmm. and you should have been able to walk through to the pink carpet or something like that. Like there should have been a flow. Even just put sticker feet. People follow feet. Yeah. Like, an, like an Ikea. Put it, 
we love our IKEA, but there wasn't enough seating for the panels. Uh, there never is. Put more seats, more people will sit down. Yep. Um, the VIP status that we claimed never to get again, but have now got twice, uh, and for the third time in Melbourne, we got a lanyard and a tote bag. Don't even know where that tote bag is. I think you ended up with it and I don't care. I don't want it. Mm -hmm. Um, like at least we got a t-shirt last year from Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get to go in an hour earlier, but big whoop. So we're already there early anyway. So yeah, like I just, well, this is our booth that is behind us currently. And you know, it was our first, so there was like a few hiccups and we we're trying to figure everything out and logistic wise. So yeah, just the first day I was just really let down and I really tried to get out of that funk and I couldn't, couldn't get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked to a lot of the vendors around and they had the same feeling, especially yep. anyone selling earrings, which was the two booths around us. Um, Artist Alley didn't even know it was there. I walked through once when I went to go see Alaska and that was the only time that I walked through. Mm. No one made any money except for a few people that we know. Um, And it was just poorly put together. Um, I thought they learnt from last year. I feel bad for the American queens that come. Uh, because most of us go to see the American Queens and the You mean the ones that were facing the blank fucking walls? Exactly. And I guess I I get what they were trying to do is to move them out the way because Detox was at the front on the Queen's Walk and it blocked everything. Um people couldn't figure out how to line up. And so I get that they were trying to move them out of the way, but like at least put them against the wall so they're facing yeah yeah like i just didn't understand the setup i think that that really needs to be reevaluated the stairs why would you put stairs like that for a queen's walk no railings to hold on to no railings uh a few people tripped until jinx monsoon was like no you need to stand here and hold my hand and hold all the queen's hands that are walking mm-hmm. on this on this it's a health it's a safety risk sorry yeah so i don't know that's all the bad things good things is you know i got to meet who did i get to meet trinity it was lovely mm-hmm. i got to meet um alaska bit standoffish mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I felt like she was over it, which is fair. Meeting a lot of yeah. people. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, we didn't meet her until like Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So like, I get it. Yeah. Um, But you know what? Every time we walked past with the Queens and the Queens would scream, Michael Douglas, she was very responsive. <laughs> Michael Douglas! Mm. Yeah, um, my disappointment um, is a little bit further earlier than yours. Mine was from the Friday night Yeah, uh, when we had to do the bump in. So uh, we got there. You could bump in. You could only bump in for a six-hour period, which isn't a long time. And considering that uh, let's say – 30, 40% of the people who had booths and were going to set up were probably at the opening performance. Mm-hmm. So they were going to have to bump in. And I do know one booth in particular where they had to bump in around it. So they started the bump in, they went to the performance and then they came back. They got there just before we did and they finished up their bump in. Yeah. So when we got to <clears throat> the ICC, there was no one there that we could talk to, to, you know, you'd think, oh, okay, let's just find out where the open door is and because people would have to be coming and going, right? And there was like four other hundred conventions going on at the time. Why wouldn't there be security directing people? Well, we ended up, uh, so there was a door that we couldn't get into and then a guy and his wife walked out, so we snuck in. 
And we met up with a security guard and we said, oh, we're doing the bump in for Drag Expo. And he goes, oh, it's up there, blah, blah, blah. So we followed his directions <laughs> and you had to go through another set of glass doors and they were locked and there was no one there. So we went out onto the balcony um, and we still had no idea what floor it was on. That was the other thing. When we got the instructions, it didn't tell us what level the expo was on. So we were trying to guess on the Friday night and then we finally bumped into someone and we said, oh, look, we're doing the bump in for Drag Expo. And he's like, it's all the way down the end and then you've got to go up to the fourth level and then, you know, you should be able to get in, not a problem, which was true. We, we didn't have a problem getting in once we got to level four and once we got inside, like you could just walk in and out. But <clears throat> so you, we were told in the email that the bump in was from six till midnight. And we got there a little bit late, but we didn't really have to do an awful lot with what we had at the time. Mm. And so we were talking to the lovely ladies, the say hello and ham's maid next to us. Mm -hmm. And um, they were trying to get themselves sorted out as best as they could for the night. We had just finished putting up the last of what we needed to put up and it was at about 10 past 11 and then the security guard came up and said to us, you need to be out by 11.30. And we were like, then it says 11.59. He's like, you've got to be out by 11.30. All right. And we were like, well, that's just not cool. Um, and then the next morning we walked in at 8 o'clock and there was just it, the, the damn thing hadn't even started. And then there was just this whole sense of disappointment because as soon as you walked in, it was almost like you were walking into a factory, but nothing was happening. Yeah. It, you know, um, I mean, I understand that they couldn't have everything hanging from the ceilings and, and, and all of they that. Didn't, but... They didn't have that at Melbourne. It just was set out better. It wasn't set yeah. out great, but it was set out better. Yeah, um, I mean, I think if I recall correctly, you you basically bumped into a stall as soon as you walked in. Almost, and what yeah. they what they should have done was they should have gone, okay, let's have the Queen's Walk starting from like here or whatever and actually have a Queen's booth as soon as you walk in. Mm. Because whoever gets that gets prime spot for people coming and going. Oh, yeah. such and such is there. We can see them. Oh. We should see them before we leave, mm. you know? So whoever gets that, that's prime real estate right there. And I understand that there weren't enough booths for the area, but then having said that, the VIP lounge was non-existent. Um, it was basically just a bunch of tables and stools that anybody could sit at. There was only one place to eat, so, you know, you were – you were trapped for food. There was two. I got my dick waffle. Oh, the, yeah. But if you wanted something else other than that. Mm. Um, why would you? Why would you? Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of empty space that could have been filled with food vendors of some kind. I understand they couldn't be food trucks because of where it was located. It was on the fourth floor. But Incidentally. There could have been a service elevator that we were unaware of. Probably because they would have exhibitions and, and all of that. But yeah. having said that, you cannot have an exhibition for drag queens on the fourth floor. Yeah, I agree. Uh, especially <clears throat> when you had, I think there were three or four other conventions that were going on at the same time. So the lifts were always occupied. Um, in order to go down for a cigarette, a vape, whatever it was, you had to go down escalators. Um, and you had to, you still had to walk these, these people were in heels and corsets and God knows what else, you know, and they were uncomfortable at the best of times. And then to add that, I mean, I'm, I don't want to compare Melbourne and Sydney because let's face it, Sydney's a much better place to be. Um, but the access for being able to go outside, even to get fresh air, if you wanted to get fresh air was so simple. You walked out, you walked across, you walked into a courtyard, done. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that simple in Sydney and you and I have had this conversation and I said to you, and I will say this, and if anybody from ITD events or Drag Expo are watching it, like this is with no disrespect at all, but I will say this. 
you had eight, nearly nine months to learn from any mistakes that you made in Melbourne and you didn't. In fact, it was worse. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if there's a different team that run Melbourne and then there's a different team that runs Sydney and they collab at one point. Possibly, but there was no one, no one learned a lesson here. No. And Artist Alley could have been, you you might as well have just called it Siberia. They put up balloons with Artist Alley at like two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. And then took it down about an hour later. Yeah. It was very confusing. Yeah. Um, And you would think with the price that they charged for even our small booth, so whatever the price that we paid and whatever the price that the people in Artist Alley paid was nowhere near what some of the bigger ones would have paid, mm. that they would have been able to go, you know what, maybe we can do X, Y, Z. And, you know, <clears throat> it, I personally think it should have almost been like in a huge square with the Queen's Walk going up the middle. Almost like, you know, when you go to some parts of the Easter show to the show bags Mm -hmm. and some of it's just in a dirty, great big square and you walk through the middle of it and then you go to each show bag that you want to buy. Why couldn't it be something like that? It was big enough to create a space for the panels um, on the Mm -hmm. side. It was, it was, yeah, big enough to, with the bigger queens, um, the American queens where the lines were quite long, there would be enough space. Yep. Um, yeah, there was heaps of options that would have been 10 times better than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's disappointing because this event could be big, but it doesn't even need to be at the ICC. Put it somewhere else on one level. I thought maybe like the Horden Pavilion. Is that outside? No, it's the one at the showgrounds at oh, Moore okay. Park. Yeah. I was gonna say, as long as it's not outside, because I'm freezing. No, you can time. do that on one level. You can do that on one level and they, they can actually have like stadium seating. Mm, okay. So, if, so you know, if if there was going to be a performer on the stage, like people would be able to sit and watch it. Yeah. If they didn't want to stand and watch it. Which is but fair because we did. that's the other thing. You're standing and you're watching these queens perform, but if someone's in front of you, you can't see. You couldn't see. Like, no. same with the Queen's Walk. Let's yeah. sit down. Yeah. We had to go like almost to, yeah, we were, we actually got kind of lucky. My wife um, got some great photos of the Queen's as they were heading off the stage. So, so and I they was were, on the other side, so I got them coming onto the stage. Yeah, and they were all they were all milling around. So the missus got some really great photos of, like, the Queen's talking to each other and stuff. But, um, yeah, hopefully... We're at 11 weeks until Melbourne. Maybe, hopefully, um, they'll they'll get it together by then because um, I don't know. Maybe because we had such a good time in Melbourne um, and this time we had responsibility, maybe if we didn't have the responsibility of having the booth, then um, – Maybe it may have been a more enjoyable experience. But then when you see it from the other side, um, instead of just as the spectator, but as the participant, um, you would want, you would hope that the the company who are running it would want the participants to be as comfortable as humanly possible. And if you're a queen and you're a US queen, you probably were the most comfortable you could possibly be. Uh, but, um, it was, it was a little bit of a struggle street. The only thing that I kept saying the whole weekend was, thank God we didn't have anything to sell. Mm. And then I, and then I sold something. Yeah. then you did. something. Yeah. But, um, if we had had something to sell, we were going to struggle. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But for the downside, there has to be an upside. And the upside was, yep. We got to meet Trinity and Jinx sang happy birthday to me. Um, we got to meet Alaska, as standoffish as she was. She's probably tired. Like they'd, they'd been performing for like a yeah, week. Like I, don't, I don't blame her. We were tired. We yeah. were tired, you know, um, and we got to meet. <gasps> I for- sorry, I forgot to meet 
I said I met um, Bagger, who was lovely. I had we so had many conversations a, with her. We had a lovely couple of chats with Bagger. Um, Bagger was actually the first international queen that we met. So uh, the Melbourne crew uh, and my wife and I went out for a cigarette and uh, the first person we bumped into was Bagger. Hmm. Um, and we had a fantastic conversation with her. Um, and then we had some lovely chats with her after that as well. Um, but we met and, and some of them remembered. Oh yeah, for sure. Know? Um, and we got, like, we got a few interviews, so we'll be mm-hmm. popping them in and out of the podcast and I'll be popping them probably on shorts on YouTube and stuff like that. Yep. I've just actually finished downloading all of them onto my computer. So I haven't actually looked at them, but we've got about, I think at least 10. Yeah. And they're all local Queens. No. Well, are you? Yeah, I've got Anita Wiggler and Beverly Kills. Local, and I should have got Bagger. I was almost like gonna ask her, and then I just and but we'd packed up, mm. um, so I completely forgot. <clears throat> you know what? I had um, I had moments with her on Insta, and she actually remembered when I was mm. talking to her about it. So I might try and hit her up, okay? Because she was uh, just. And you can choose to put this in or not. She was possibly one of the loveliest people I've ever met from any part of Drag Race. Yeah, I agree. Oh, she Anita was, Wiggler was lovely. Anita Wiggler fucking cracked me up. Mm. That rainbow wiggle. What, what? When I told her that I referred to her as the rainbow wiggle, she thought it was the funniest thing she's ever fucking heard in her life. And I don't believe she was being polite. And um, a friend of our a friend of mine who came with us on the Sunday in particular, every time I met a queen, fucking told them that it was my birthday, and they just went into overdrive, being like super nice. Um, and you know, but the usual, you know, Molly, Bev, um, Pamara. Uh, I had a really good chat with Pamara Fifth, uh, Maxi and Vanity. Who incidentally, Vanity was so drunk (laughs) so drunk you can actually see photos that my wife took of her lounging on the lounge that they had in their booth like slinked up against me (laughs) I think I was holding her up for a little (laughs) bit of it and they were talking so much my wife was the one who had to go um you've actually got somebody else waiting and they're like wait for it they can wait (laughs) Maxie was her usual great self Maxie was um stone cold sober but um vanity and um yeah vanity is awesome and i tell you i met space horse and you know that i've wanted to meet space horse for a really mm-hmm. long time and um we were talking and we both stopped dead when we found out that vanity was performing on stage and when we turned around and vanity was uh doing her performance both of us without even like indicating to each other anything both put our hands to our hearts and went because oh, she's just she's so illuminating like she just radiates she's radiating she just mm. radiates on stage um and so, and and like jinx performed and um alaska performed alaska doing um lucy leduca's let loose was fucking hysterical with the the film clip for let loose literally didn't see one performance oh, it was it was so good and um Trinity performed. Trinity was great. And Monet did the spoken word lip sync. Didn't see anything. But the thing that disturbed me was you had the two people who did the spoken word lip sync in the same building and only one of them did it. Hmm. Like Jinx was there. It, it, you know, but it we still. Depends what she wants to do. True. But um, we still had. We met some very, very lovely people. And we got to hang out with the Melbourne crew, our lovely ego, and Lady Burrito herself, Ivana Kebab, <laughs> and the Jane Doe. <laughs> is it and the Jane Doe or is it Jane Doe? I'm going to go with the Jane Doe because I'm pretty sure that's what it is on Insta. Yeah, that's what I thought too. The Jane um, Doe. Follow. Yep. Up and coming Please. drag yes. queen. Yes. Made her debut 
uh, last weekend. And uh, of course, the lovely partner of Ego and uh, Rhiannon. Hi, Rhiannon. Hi, Rhiannon. Follow her for porridge content on TikTok. I own her cooking content. I feel she, she, yeah, no, she, she cooks she as well. She just food. Yeah. Rhiannon's underscore still underscore deadlifts. Yeah, I thought there was a still in there. Yeah. And we also saw the very, 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 very lovely Carla from Bankstown again. Oh, did a little yes. something for us. Did a little something for us on uh, video and as did Trinity the Tuck Taylor. And Which the... she suggested that. I didn't even ask. Bless her heart. Bless your heart. Um, and the, the, the uh, burrito from Melbourne herself, Ivana Kebab, did something for us as well. And so did Charismatic. Oh, I did see some. Oh, I've been off social media lately. Fuck, I'm over it. But anyway, um, yeah. I did see something because when you're chatting, I don't want to come in and read the messages because then you don't see the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just sort of let lovely- you chat. The lovely charismatic gave us a shout out on her stories on Insta as well. Oh, that's nice of her. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was our experience. Um, <clears throat> maybe in the distant future, we may look at doing something else again, but as for Melbourne, um, no boof, no boof. We just want to go and have some fun. I and... want to drink. I want to have fun. And I want to be hungover most days without having to talk to anybody from the soju oh no i that made me break out so bad so no i'm gonna have yeah. to stick something else um but rhiannon's already got my plans yeah. anyway i want to go on okay so we'll go on to your week so we've we've, talk, we've spoken about drag expo that's all i want to speak about it this week i think we've shit on it enough i think we need to just move on maybe we'll shit on it again next week who knows? Something will pop up. Yep. So we'll go into your week and then we'll do mummy things. Okay. My week was actually really a non-event. I was on leave until Wednesday. I went back to work on Wednesday. Um, I was feeling a bit under the weather, but I pushed through. And then Thursday morning I woke up and I'd felt like I'd been hit by a fucking train. And um probably, probably. Not your analogy, maybe. Okay. Well, okay. I felt like I was hit by a bus. Um, (laughs) The the throat was sore. I felt like I had a a head cold. Uh, My voice was going. I was so sick. I was so sick. Um, So I didn't end up working because I felt like I'd swallowed razor blades. And then um, I got to Thursday night and I just, I sent a message to my boss going, I can't do I can't do it on Friday. And I woke up worse on Friday. Mm. Um, this is pretty much the best that my voice has been uh, for the last three or four days. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I actually oh, I went to the football last night and it was actually warmer outside in the stadium than it was like walking to the car in the car park. That's because there's people around you and shit. Well, there wasn't a lot of people around us because it's an 80,000-seat stadium and only 12,000 people turned up. <laughs> There's gold. There's gold. Inside. And half the players are off for origin anyway. Um, was so, that the game that someone had a seizure? Yeah, it was really disturbing. So, because there's no footage of it, they, they won't um, show No, it? no, no. So what happened was about 66 minutes in, he did a hit up. There was nothing to it. He kind of walked off and then collapsed. Mm. And mum goes, oh, gee, it looks like he hurt himself. And she was doing something. And I looked up and I went, shit, he's having a seizure. And she went, what do you mean? And then mum turned around and he was still convulsing. And so everyone ran and all of the players ran. And you know what? God love them. They fucking, they got around him so no one could see what was happening and turned their back so they couldn't see it either mm. while the medics worked on him. Um, the game was stopped for about 15, 20 minutes. But yeah, anyway, fun times. Let's move on to my musings. So, please, your musings. I had a weird thing with words this week where when you teach someone to read the English language and you realize how fucked up it actually is and how it doesn't make sense at all. So then I digressed and I was thinking about stuff. And then I was like, what about if some of the alcohol was 
pronounce the way it was spelt. I'm going to say some of them are easy, but I'm going to say the alcohol and then you tell me what it like it actually is supposed to be said. Okay. Yep. Okay. So I'm starting with the easy ones. Merlot. Merlot. Yep. Um, Cabernet Sauvignon. Cabernet Sauvignon. Yep. Um, Pinot Gris. Pinot Gris. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's an easy one. Um, Champagne. Champagne. Mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Raja's favorite drink. Oh. Um, Carlton Draught. <laughs> I don't understand those ones. I don't understand draught being spelled mm-hmm. the same way as draft. Uh-huh. Pronounced. I don't know. Anyway. And then obviously the gayest one, two haze. Two easy. <laughs> um Glenn Fiddich. Glenn Fiddich. Uh James on. Jameson. Yep. Um, oh, this one's hard. Um, click what? Verve Clicko. Yep. Moet and Chandon. Moet and Chandon. All right. Okay. This one. Udall. UDL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From the non-drinker. Yes. <laughs> and my last one, which I always pronounce this way because it's fun. Jose Cuevo. Jose Cuevo. Yes. Well, I I understand that most of them are foreign. French. French. <laughs> foreign. Um, French. Well, not all of them are French, but. Some no, but French. I think about 90% of yours were French. But yeah, that just it's a bit weird with the English language. What about what about Pinot Noia? Yeah, I didn't know how to say Noia, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Pinot I had the, pin, the Pinot Grease. So I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. Anyway, that's my musings this week. It was just weird. Wonderful. Wonderful. Weird ways to say things. Excellent. So um <clears throat> do you have a pancreas bursting? You can go first though. Give me time to think about mine. I'm just going to make it short, sharp, and to the point. Okay. Oh, my pancreas. Something gets done for you. You do not acknowledge it. You ghost. These two people on the screen right now. Unhappy. Extended huge hospitality. to the person and we have heard absolutely nothing from said person. You're done in our books. Plain and simple. No we bent over, talking about. <laughs> we bent over backwards for somebody. I'm just leaving it at somebody. We bent over backwards for somebody to help them out did not ask for anything in return at all and haven't even received a thank you or anything like that. Ungrateful asshole. The end. Okay. How is that for diplomacy? You know, confrontation makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) It's not confrontation and I'm not caught, I'm not singling. I haven't mentioned the person. I'm just saying if they're listening to this episode, they'll figure out who they are pretty, pretty soon. Shame on you. No good. No bueno. Done. Big pancreas explosion. Pancreas bursted. Just going to be like real general bullies. Sure. I don't like her. I don't like people being bullies. I don't get it. I understand that bullying is a pro- is a projection of how you actually feel about either yourself or just in general in life. You're miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, stop it. 
because I didn't think at my age that I would experience mm. this again. But yeah, like it's really thrown me. Not because mm. I give a shit about what they think about me, but it just makes my life more difficult for something that I didn't do, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Just bullies in general. Fuck off. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking to somebody who spent the majority of their early parts of their life being bullied. That place was toxic as shit, though. Yeah, I but I'm talking bullied. about even before that. Before what? Before. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, like when I was, I was growing up. I was bullied I've... in primary school and high school. Different. Yep. Not like it wasn't a constant thing. It was generally like one or two people that had an issue with me. Like it, it escalated physically like once or once or twice, I think, but nothing, nothing like that was like torturous for six years. Like it wasn't. See, yeah. I had that. Yeah. I had, I had like <laughs> the same three, four, five girls. I'm trying to remember how many there were. Let's just call it four. Um, when we had to line up out front of our classroom after recess and lunch, because there would be no teacher there until mm. the teacher came to let everybody into the classroom. That's when they would unleash. Um, it was very difficult for them to do in the playgrounds because there were quite a few teachers who were on playground duty. Mm. So it was, you know, from the moment that the lunch bell or the recess bell rang to the moment the teacher got there, which was actually a decent amount of time. It was like the worst five or six fucking minutes of my life. Um you know, used to just get pushed around and punched around and God knows what else. It's just. And see, like, I feel that your bullying and my bullying, <coughs> although still has the same effect, were different. Like, I feel that your bullying was because they were evil shunts mm-hmm. and my bullying was I was dating someone that this particular girl liked. Right. So I got I got the brunt of her jealousy basically not my fault you are ugly melissa beckett yeah i'll call you out just talked to you on facebook the other day you're still fucking ugly two of them were amanda brooks and linda wilson <laughs> two of my fault but not, not pippa froggett okay fuck, fuck off. so one one time i used to have really long hair and um we cut it a little bit short to the normal um God, I think I was about eight or 10 and you can put this in if you want. And what they did was because I looked different, they went around to every boy in my classroom and said, do you want to be Cassandra's boyfriend? And when every single one of them said no, they would just be yelling out such and such said no. (laughs) And they did that the whole way. A class of say 30 and it was pretty much an even mix. Like there were, they literally marched me up to 15 of the boys in the class and said, look at her. Do you want to be, do you want to be her boyfriend? Gross. I reckon they've got karma now. Oh, they do. I do. I, I know they do. <laughs> See, doesn't pay to be a bully. I feel really good about the, the situation they're in compared to the situation I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Didn't you mention one has like 12 baby daddies? Oh, okay. Not shaming. You do you, but maybe, maybe stop doing other people. Yeah. You're a slut rag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not slut shaming. We're sex positive. (laughs) We are, but at the same time, you're a slut rag. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking cowards. Bullies are cowards. Yeah. Let's move on to repulse. Two episodes we need to talk about. Three and four. Three and four. Uh, remind me, three. I know who we lost. Supermarket challenge. Supermarket challenge. I already mm-hmm. knew this was not Kasha Davis's challenge. Mm-mm. But do you agree that she should have gone? I do not. Track record-wise, I do not. No. You know why she went? Because of who she voted for. Who she vote for? Not Nation Lopez. The other person from who was in the bottom two from episode two. 
Isn't that Darian? Kahana. <laughs> Hasn't she been in the bottom? No, 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 no. It was time? it was Kahana. Oh, that's right. Yep. <clears throat> she voted for Kahana. I can't remember why she said it, but she because there was one other person. Obviously, Nosha Nosha voted for Kahana, and there was one other. And they said, "Who was it?" And Kasha was like, "It was me." Yeah. And said the reasons why, which, as I said, I can't remember. And I think that, that was the reason why she was voted out. Like you could have one bad. She had one bad week. Darian had like was twice by then. Like this oh, track yeah, record yeah. thing, this track record thing is fucking bullshit. And I have said it before, and I will continue to say it. If I'm going to be in the top three, I want two great people with me in the top fucking three. I want the coin. Yeah. $200,000. I want the two worst in the top three with me. Because as I said in the last episode, all I would need to do is go on stage and fart and I should get my 200K. The thing is, is that someone like Jimbo, who's quite strong, she's a front runner here. Mm-hmm. Um, if she had taken out, say it got to this episode and she did not take out Darian Lake, mm-hmm. then all the girls would have been like, right, fair game. Jimbo, when you're in the bottom, you're out. You're done. Yeah. Because they yeah. get they're getting rid of the competition. So the track yeah. record works up until a certain point. Otherwise, mm. if you're sh- if you're leading and a front runner, you're gonna get voted out if you slip up. Yeah. So I get why they do the track record, but then also I'm with you. Like get rid of the competition. Take out the Sasha Colby's. I'm I'm stacking the deck very, very much in my favor. Uh, Lala Ree uh, slightly redeemed herself from the fucking bag thing from her season. Oh, yeah, but, you know, that wasn't hard to do. Um, let's just cut to the chase. Uh, Jessica Wild, so, Jessica Wild won because <clears throat> she won the lip sync. Yes, I won the 30,000. Won the 30,000, which incidentally was more than the winner of her season. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Because I think the winner of that season only won like 20 grand, 20, 25,000. So Jessica Wilde. The runway's good. She's funny. She's doing well in the challenges. Mm. I think it's uh, at this point in time, it's a two horse race between her and Jimbo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So who um, have we lost? We've lost um... uh, Monica Beverly Hills. Yep. Nasha, Mrs. Kasha Davis up until this point because we haven't spoken about episode four yet. Yeah. Okay. Right. So after the Heidi not being very miscongenial. No. Don't know what's going on with Heidi. Sometimes they just get in their own head though. Yeah, I think Heidi was like coming back to be like, I'm the winner, I'm the winner, and then has not been winning. So it's kind of kicked her. Um, <coughs> here's my top will... three. Okay. I want to do my top three. Sure. I was going to say Mrs. Kasha Davis, but no, that's not it. Jimbo. Yep. Jessica Wild. Yep. The third's the hard one. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Heidi and Closet. However, James Manfield Mansfield is slowly creeping in there. Mm-hmm. See that little dark horse popping up. Yeah. So I agree with you on the first two, and I pop James Mansfield into penciled into the top three. Yeah. Like my position hasn't changed since the last episode how with come, James Mansfield. How come Kahana and James Manfield Mansfield Mansfield? It's very hard to say. Mansfield James Mansfield. Yeah. yeah. Is is she rivals with Kahana? Is there something going Not on? Really, there? they both live in Vegas now. Because yeah, James like... moved from wherever to Vegas, I think they're just fucking around. Oh, okay. Because like it was a bit tense. No, Mrs. Kasha Davis was episode three. That's what I'm saying. She's she's gone. We knew she was. I didn't think she would go. I thought Darian would have gone. 
honestly thought Darian would have gone too. But, you know, as I said, the fact that Mrs. Kasha Davis was the only other one to vote for Kahana, I think the others ones thought she's going strategic and trying to get rid of, like, the strongest one, let's get rid of her. I actually think that that was a retaliation vote myself. So then we move on to episode four, which is the movie trailer, TV show. Movie, uh, yeah, like a sitcom, I think. It, was it a sitcom? Right. Like so this, they were separated yeah. into three groups. Mm-hmm. The challenge was a TV show challenge. And so group one was Jimbo, mm-hmm. Jessica Wilde and Candy Muse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next group was Alexis. Heidi in Closet. Oh, yeah. Lala Ree. I can't remember the third. Um, whoever's left over. Whoever's left over from Alexis, Darian, and James. So Alexis, Darian, and James were in their group. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh, Kahana. So it was Kahana. I thought she was even there. Right. So it was Kahana, Lalari, and um, Heidi in Closet. Mm-hmm. And so Jimbo and they did that Run Queen Run. Was that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It was cute. Yeah. I I, I, I was not. Well, yeah. I, I, I wasn't overly impressed with all all three of them. And then the one with Heidi and Closet, um, excuse me, Kahana and Lala Ree was, which one did they do? I don't know. I can only remember the island one. <laughs> okay. And oh, then, they, and did then... the, they did the kidnapping, the stupid, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sniffing the tucking panties gives you power or something. <laughs> uh, and then the other three did, uh, they got, lost on an island they did a lot a version of lost where yeah. they got lost on an island and it turns out that famous celebrities were there hiding and, and they weren't really dead and right. and whatnot so then uh we find out that jimbo is the winner of the challenge mm-hmm. uh and jimbo has to lip sync against chanel oh yeah from season one that was lovely to see her. She's not changed. No. That's a great doctor you've got there, Chanel. Um, and so they lip synced. So the the th- it was three in the bottom this time. It was Darian, um, James, and Alexis Michelle. So before the lip sync even happens, this is the bit that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Darian Lake is a lot thinner because she lost weight, right? She got even thinner because Alexis fucking Michelle threw her under the bus on stage in front of everybody. Said words to the effect of, I'm sorry, I'll do much better next time. I should have spoken up. It wasn't my idea. It was Darian's. And then said it again in Untucked. To the back of the room. But here's the thing. When she did it, she goes, I hope you didn't think that I was throwing you under the bus. And Darian's like, no, I didn't think that. And I'm like looking at the TV yelling, lies. Lies of an alley. Darian's a liar. And you did throw her under the fucking bus. For sure. 100% you threw her under the bus. Oh, my God. She was standing there. You know how you see some people at a bus stop and the buses are like half a kilometer up the road and they've got their hand out the whole time, like trying to single the bus over. That was Alexis Michelle. Alexis yeah. Michelle, her like checking the app on her phone, going the bus is in the suburb somewhere. Stuck a hand out even before you could see the bus, and waited for the bus to run Darian over. Like that's how much she. And, and as soon as the bus got closed, Alexis just went uh, push, and what Darian that, went straight under. As a judge, what that says to me is that you didn't have anything better. Exactly. 
And then she was like, oh, I should have put my ideas forward or I should have said something or whatever it was. Well, you know what? You had no problem speaking up every other fucking time. So why did you decide this time was going to be it? I'll tell you why. Because she realized it was going to be a shit thing and it was the only way she was going to get rid of somebody like Darian or James. And then Sacrifice herself for the, top, for the bottom three to make sure one of them goes. That's exactly what happened. And what makes it even worse, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know why. I have a glue stick. <laughs> <laughs> what made it even worse was she did it in front of everybody else there who could have voted, and those stupid fucking idiots did not vote her out when they had the opportunity to do it because they watched her do it to Darian. And there is no way that she would not do it to one of those others. They fucking saw it and they kept the bitch in. Stupid. And then this is where it comes down to, uh, you know, the track record. Darian was Darian got voted out in case people didn't figure that out, right? They're like, oh, the track record. Darian was in the bottom three times and all of this other stuff. You all watched the accident happen. Mm-hmm. You all saw it happening. You're telling me that you think that she's not going to get it, do it to you first opportunity that she gets? Stupid. Stupid. Every single one of them deserve Anybody who voted for Darian and did not vote for Alexis should fucking go home right now. Because if they don't, Alexis Michelle is going to make sure that those get fucking voted out. In Untucked, when she said, I am here for my sisters and myself. Which one? Which one are you here for? Right? Can't be for both. No. Heidi, you're not being very miscongenial. No. Don't, I, I don't know what's going on. Get out of your head. You're a great drag queen. Stop it. Knock it off. Knock, okay. your, knock your bratty tantrums off this is what it is alexis michelle and heidi you're both having bratty tantrums because things aren't going your way yeah. and but i i just i yelled at the tv so much when it happened and then when they voted darian off i just went i just looked at everybody i went, all of you deserve to get fucking voted off now all of you deserve it because you had your opportunity to get rid of her after witnessing what she did yeah she wasn't going by track record. Eventually, Darian was going to pick herself up. And that's direct competition for Alexis Michelle. Yeah. Point my glue stick at all of the ones who voted for Darian and did not vote for Alexis. Mind you, James Manfield just sitting there the whole time going, yeah, it's not going to be me. <laughs> 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 what's what's that whole thing um uh if, if if you commit a crime and you can always tell who the guilty person is in a prison cell they're the one who's sleeping that was james mansfield <laughs> james mansfield snoring a little later <laughs> but uh yeah no all of them deserve what is going to happen to them because they did not take the opportunity to get rid of alexis when they did Backstabbing two-faced cow, but Alexis Michelle, they did not, they had the opportunity to do it and they didn't do it. Like stupid, 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 stupid. Next week's episode is snatch the Snatch Game. I saw. But it's the Snatch Game of Love. Ah. I'm not a fan of the Snatch Game of Love. It's better than no Snatch Game though. Yeah, but there will never be a no Snatch Game. I know. But the snatch game of love, (laughs) whatever. I I want to know what what all this is about. What what's this all about? What is it? What's this? Did you you know? Did you know that? What's it all about? Catherine Zeta Jones is married to Michael Douglas. I did know that, but only mm-hmm. like since like last week. Because mm. I've had how many? One, two, three, three drag queens yelling it at me. Yep. For a space uh, of about three days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even when we're in the middle of interviewing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There was uh, 
nothing more disconcerting than hearing Michael Douglas. I can't yell that because I have people sleeping in my house, but I would yeah. generally, I would generally yell it back. It was how we found each other whilst we were in the chemist. There was a lot of yeah. confused people of a different origin in mm-hmm. the chemist as we we're mm-hmm. all screaming Michael and the other half is screaming Douglas. Yes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the Marco Polo of the drag world. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Even screaming it at the the arcade area as well to try and find uh-huh. people. Yep. So we have adopted the mascot that is Michael Douglas. <laughs> so every now and then we're just going to start talking about Michael Douglas, okay? And today is day one. So <laughs> Michael Kirk Douglas named after his father, the actor Kirk Douglas, who was Spart- who was in the movie, the homoerotic movie Spartacus, mm-hmm. okay, was born in uh, New Jersey in 1944, okay? And just so, just to make things really, really clear to those who did not know, Michael Douglas is married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones, oh, beneath the lasers, oh. <laughs> Okay, who is who at one point was one of the most beautiful women on the planet. You know, and I, you know what? I want to interrupt. She's pretty hot. She yeah. is. Yeah, she, I, I totally wouldn't kick her out of bed. Anyway, yep. new segment to the new segment. We yep. watch a Michael Douglas movie each week. Done. Give it, give it a little review. I haven't Done. seen all of them. I actually unintentionally watched one today with Michael Douglas. Didn't What'd even know he was in it. Uh, Ant Man, the Quantum Realm. Forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the father. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, <clears throat> but let's let's go in chronological. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So it turns out that even though they have a twenty-five year age difference, Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta Jones are born on the same date. Really? Yeah, the twenty-fifth of September. Oh, fun fact. Okay. Fun facts. Okay, so here is another fun fact. All right. So Michael Douglas is a two-time Academy Award winner. Okay. The first one was he was a producer on the movie uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which won Best Picture for that year. Mm-hmm. So as a producer, he gets an Academy Award. And then he got an Academy Award for male lead actor, uh, for playing the part of Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. So another fun fact, when Catherine Zeta-Jones won her Academy Award for Supporting Actress for Chicago, she actually comp- completed the trifecta of Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas, Catherine Zeta-Jones Douglas. All three of them have won Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think I think Kirk Douglas's is maybe a lifetime achievement award. But so Michael Douglas has gone through uh therapy for a sex addiction sex addiction. He was accused of a couple of things. They never so we still think that he's okay because they were never substantiated. So in 2010, this is how this is how it all ended up a bonding moment. So in 2010, Michael Douglas came out saying that he had throat cancer. It turned out that he actually had tongue cancer, and he claims that the reason why he had tongue cancer was performing from from performing oral sex on women. This is a thing. Yeah. I so, think, but anyway, go on. We're assuming that Catherine Zeta Jones's No No Place is radioactive. Or it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's the Chernobyl. <laughs> but only one, one man is allowed to be, I don't know, whatever. Um, okay, so I'm going to tell you some other facts. Okay, so he's a five-time, a five-time primetime Emmy Award winner. Yep. Or Golden Globe. I can't remember. But. So he's actually a friend of the LGBTQIA plus community. He also won an, a primetime Emmy in 2013 
for playing Liberace in the uh, made-for-TV movie Behind the Candelabra, uh, which was based on the memoirs of Liberace's live-in lover for a six-year period. His name was Scott Thorson. Okay. I actually just watched it again the other day and he is so deserving of it. Uh, he was also nominated for two Emmy Awards, unsuccessful uh, for the Netflix show The Kaminsky Method, which is a very good show. Very, very good show. So what we are going to do is we are going to do a retrospective of Michael Douglas's movies. Uh, he was also in uh, three movies with Kathleen Turner and Danny DeVito, which were Romancing the Stone, Jewel of the Nile, and The War of the Roses. Okay. So Jewel of the Nile gave us the number one hit by Billy Ocean, When the Going Gets Tough, the Tough Get Going, of which all three of them, Danny DeVito, Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas, are in the film clip. Okay. As pretend backup dancers, backup singers for Billy Ocean while he's actually performing the song. Okay. So what we're going to do is we've now agreed that we're going to do Michael Douglas retrospective movies and we're going to talk about them. Michael Douglas is also in a very good movie called Falling Down. Uh, He's equally as good as a dramatic actor as he is a comedy actor. Very, very good. So we at Drag Me Out <laughs> have adopted the mascot that is Michael Douglas. You can get a Michael um, Douglas shirt on our you website. Can get a, exactly. You can get a Michael Douglas T-shirt on our website at dragmeout.com.au. Yes. Do we own the AU? Yep. We own the AU. Um, and so uh, to uh, Ego, Ivana, Re, Matt, Jack. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Also, another interesting fact. So he was the producer on One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest and his father, Kirk Douglas, wanted to be in the movie and he told his father no. Hmm. His own father. He didn't believe that he would be of any benefit to the film. Fair enough. So... We have decided that we are going to harass Michael Douglas to the point where he probably puts out a restraining order of some kind against us mm-hmm. or blocks goal? us uh, blocks that's us on all social media. <laughs> that's our... So any of you who are listening or watching, <laughs> hashtag Michael Douglas, at Michael Douglas, do whatever you can. We are going into Michael Douglas overdrive. To the point where we will not rest until we get a mention from him in some way, shape, or form. Let's do it. Michael Douglas! Hi, we're with Anita Wiggler. Uh, sorry, my, my official title is the extremely sexually attractive Anita Wiggler. That's, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize so much. So, we're a small podcast based in Sydney and Wollongong and we just promote local drag queens and they come on this show cool. and we love you. Cass is going to be super jealous, but bad luck. She's not here. <laughs> so how is your drag expo? Are you loving Sydney? It's been so I love Sydney. I'm lucky to get to come here quite often now. Um, it's been so fun on some nights. Um, we've sold lots of t-shirts, so it's a win-win-win. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'll are be you- able to afford to fly home <laughs> instead of swimming. Are you doing Melbourne as well this year? No, oh. I'm in the UK. Uh, well, later on this year, so I missed the dates, unfortunately. Well, the life of jet set off. I know. First world problem. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I got to meet you at Sydney then. Thank you. And yeah, so oh, just so excited to have you. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. How was your RuPaul's experience? Great. Um, it was amazing. The only problem is that the boat RuPaul in Brooklyn, they chose the wrong drag queen to win. So That's um, correct. that was the only issue. But yeah. apart from that, it was brilliant. I was rooting for you the whole way. Oh, I, me too. <laughs> uh, but it just turns out I rooted myself. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming over. I know thank you got a few so I'll let you go. Thank you. Snippets.
I'll follow it. Well, we're following you on Instagram. Oh, they drag, drag me out. Drag me out. All right. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you so much. So we just want to thank everybody for watching and listening again. We especially want to thank uh, our little Melbourne family uh, for sticking up with, for putting up with us and uh, helping us out a little bit. So thank you, Ivana, Ego, the Jane Doe, Matt, Rhiannon. Uh, we want to thank everybody who came on to be interviewed and we want to thank everybody who came over and said hello. I never got to do my Alexis Michelle's. <sighs> thank you. And uh, don't forget to hit like and subscribe on YouTube and ding the bell for notification. And uh, if you want to listen to us in your headphones or in your car and you don't want to watch us, we're on all of the streaming podcast services whatever they are. Um, and is there anything that you would like to say, Haley? No, got nothing All right. on that note. Yep. Thank Bye. you, everybody. Bye. Bye.